0: what's your position podcast may contain adult themes sexual discussions and strong language we want everyone to be educated but we are intended for mature audiences Listener discretion is advised and now live from wyp studios this is what's your position on today's show we talk about sex before marriage and now sex is nature and i believe going along with nature and your host ashley weller
1: welcome fellow humans to an episode of what's your position from our studios in Huntington Beach.
0: Yeah, I just said that.
1: Yeah, I know. That was really great. That's the first time I've heard that. That was yeah. that was really well done. I was I was realizing that
0: this is our third fourth no, fourth location that we've recorded
1: from. Fifth Fifth Six maybe? No, because we got... Oh, we did the platonic partner at their house, and then yeah. we did at Linda's house in yeah. Big Bear. Okay, and then I didn't count that one. And then the studio in Garden Grove at my work. Nana's house. Nana's house. Corey's house. Mm, yeah, okay, I count kind that. Kind of? Yeah, I'll count that. Yeah, and now here.
0: There it is. So I figured Six. oh and four sons.
1: Oh shit, seven. That's
0: what like caused like made me think about it. Like I mean to tell people where we're lost. Oh my God, from. eight,
1: because we did On the Rocks too. And on the rocks. Wow. So in the
0: future I'm gonna start telling people where we're That's doing
1: amazing. It from. That's a great job. I love that. I love, yeah. <laughs> okay. And yeah, today we are talking about sex before marriage. Or premarital sex. Or getting it on before you get your ring on. Or Ooh. uh banging before you're Slangin? I don't know. Get uh, my quote. Sex. No, what was it? Sex
0: is nature, and I believe going along with nature. I figured you maybe have heard that before.
1: <sighs> I feel like it's a quote from a person and not a movie.
0: It's a woman. Mm-hmm. It might be from I don't know, but it's she's dead. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> Spoiler she was, alert.
0: She was like one of the most sexiest women ever to live. Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn
1: Monroe. Yeah. Mrs.
0: DiMaggio. That's 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 Norma Jean. That's who said that. So I thought
1: Norma Jean was her original name. Great band. Is that their band name, Norma Jean? Yeah, hardcore band. Nice. Of course it is. Sex before marriage. So guys, I asked the uh, What's Your Position podcast fandom uh, what they would like us to talk about, and I ask this a lot, and 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 people send us ideas, and I don't know if you guys understand. Like, if you want to hear me talk about something, just tell me, I'll do it. So, a friend of mine.
0: I double dog dare you to tell her. I
1: double dog. A triple dog dare you. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Triple dog. Whoa. Whoa.
1: Uh, a friend of mine who shall remain nameless um, who sent in. Uh, Jane
0: or Joe? Jo, John Doe? It's
1: a Jane, Jane Doe, Doe. Okay. And I'm going to read you the message that she sent me uh, because it's very interesting.
0: So. But if you do want to be know, like called out on the show, which, you know, hey, I'm. Um, I'm Robert Maine and I'm a fan of what's your position. And I want to know how a condom goes on, you know, like, Hey, be called out. It's okay. No,
1: if you want to be called out, be called out. She does not want to be called out, but she said all about sex before marriage. Growing up in a Catholic Asian family, there has always been voices telling girls that virginity is something as important as your life. Choosing the right person or the person to give it to, or in another word, the person you're supposed to marry is so important because it gives you a clean title. I remember when I first dated my husband and I was living with him after a while. My mom went crazy. She called me names, um, said that I gave my gift to someone. It was hard to listen to because I never thought about having sex before marriage is a shame or a sin. But those words really hurt. One day, my friend told me something completely different from what I had heard my whole life about sex before marriage. She told me that sex, regardless of it's the first time or not, is a process that you should enjoy and a moment that you should cherish. Virginity is not a thing that we can give or take, it's a process, a moment that we choose to share with someone. It's not like it's an object that we lose. It's a moment that we can always cherish. I literally cried when she told me that because imagine how many girls like me out there think that quote unquote losing our virginity is real. It's just so wrong that I that they've said that to all the girls and boys and everyone out there. Don't think you're losing your virginity to someone or that it's a bad thing. Think of it as a moment you've decided to share with someone. There should be no guilt about sharing your first time or any time thereafter.
0: All right. Before we get thoughts from professor weller well that's a well i would say for our listeners first you don't need to write a very like well, thought out question like that that was great it's amazing we'd right? appreciate that exactly but if you just have like a simple sentence just a question
1: blow jobs yeah what's the best way
0: dude we'll answer that that's okay but i that was amazing i know jane doe
1: yeah she did really well first
0: thing um fuck religion okay sorry everybody that's my stance that's my position hail seed Hail uh, Satan, uh, because I don't. I think the the virginity pedestal is there because of religion. Agreed. Thank you. Two. Why is it on the pedestal? I, we've talked to many people about this. No one has a good time in their first time. Nope. It's, no one. If you have, then you are rare. God, and God bless you. If that's like <laughs> the best time you've ever had. Wow. Wow. Like that's upsetting. Like that's crazy. So I don't understand why. You need to put it on a pest tool. We need to treat it like chicken pox. Yeah. Just fucking get, get it out with. of the way. You do it, get her out of the way. And you're then, done. And, then you're gonna and now pra- you're going mean, to be it,
1: fine. It takes practice. Yeah. You can't do it like the porn stars. Sorry. No. Not the first time. No. That
0: takes practice. Yeah. Then you can start doing it. They're weird. professional. Yeah. So, professor, student, <laughs> is that a good...
1: It's great. It's a great response. I think that I, we're going to discuss that virginity is a construct. We've discussed that in previous episodes and I say it all the time. Virginity is not real. It's absolutely fake. It's a social construct. Just, just it's a home run. Or I actually started recently saying gained sexual experience because when's the first time you gained any sexual experience?
0: Gained plate apparent. No, you do something like a baseball (laughs) thing. Gained.
1: An at bat. Yeah. (laughs) It's the first time you went up to bat.
0: Getting at bats—that's all it is. I'm trying to think of the, the baseball term. <laughs> Just get at bats. Yeah. Bath.
1: Sometimes you get, get up spot. to the plate and you're like, "No, I'm not. I'm going to strike out." And then sometimes you get to first. Sometimes you get to second. Sometimes yeah. you get to third. And sometimes you hit a home run. But it's—it's it's not about losing anything. Every time you have any type type of sex with a person, you're gaining something, right? Knowledge
0: or—it's a great way to think about right. it, right?
1: Yeah. Right. As long as it's consensual sex and everybody's there for the right reasons, it should be a moment that you actually learn something from, a moment that you gain like a position or a new way to do something or a way to not do something or something you love or something you hate. You should be learning from each time and enjoying each time. Sex is about pleasure. It's not about losing anything. No,
0: it's about making babies.
1: No, it's it not. The, that's
0: the main thing: making, making babies. Yes. No. Yes. No. It is. no. Yes. No. <laughs> let,
1: me, let me ask Jesus real quick. Jesus. He yeah, yeah. No. He says it is. Yeah. He says no.
0: No, actually, Jesus was cool. God says yes. So, there you go. I like Jesus. Jesus was
1: chill. I feel like we need to talk about virginity, so I'm going to give you my tip of the day. The 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 we already talked about virginity in another episode, but I wanted to give everybody a little refresher. 11 things you should know about virginity culture, right? So we talk a lot about rape culture, we talk about like sex worker culture. We talk about, you know, safe office space culture, whatever. Virginity has a culture because it's a social construct. So when you talk about virginity, understand that there is an entire group of people who have made it their job, their business to promote virginity and purity and chastity and keeping yourself clean for your future husband. And hear what Fucking I said Jonas there. Jonas Brothers. Hear what I said there. For your future husband. Virginity is pressed onto women tenfold what it is onto dudes. It is something to be cherished. It is something that you should tease people with. It's something that you should always... You're a virgin, wide eyed virgin. I'm so naive. I don't know anything. It's awful. It's the worst culture ever. I'm going to tell you a couple quick things about virginity culture. There is no one definition of culture, but it does have roots in the Latin word for Virgo, which means young woman. So it's gone back to the dawn of time as something pertaining to a female. So when people today are like, oh, no, 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 it's for both men and women. It's like, well, no, the word is actually based on a female. So it really is rooted in femininity. Um, It's loaded. You can be a... Oh, I'm a seltzer virgin. I've never had a seltzer before. Oh, people put the word virgin onto the end of, of anything. Oh, I've, I've never been skydiving before. I'm a skydiving virgin. This is my first time. You're popping... Virgin daiquiri. A virgin daiquiri, a daiquiri without the alcohol. Exactly. If you think about the culture we live in, we have so many examples of something that is virgin or without. What is a virgin daiquiri?
0: Gross. <laughs> <laughs> without some rum or... Daiquiri's are they disgusting.
1: Put they put rum in that? Uh, yes.
0: cute. Yeah, it's like a tropical thing. I think they so. Do, they do like I don't
1: know because I, I don't drink that shit. Is it vodka?
0: No, it's rum. It's rum. It's like the clear it's rum. It's clear rum.
1: Yeah, not. spice Anyways, rum. a virgin daiquiri is something that is pure because it doesn't have vodka in it, right? The first time you go skydiving, you lose your skydiving virginity or like... Your first, I don't know, what's an, you can think about or the
0: term like popping your cherry. Yeah,
1: exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm popping my podcast cherry. Like it's yeah. everywhere in our culture, but there's really not a clear definition of it. The second thing to be aware of is there isn't really a timeline for when you're supposed to lose your virginity. So if you think about the movie The 40 Year Old Virgin, that guy got made fun of because he was a virgin. But what's, what are the rules? the average age that a person in America loses their virginity is 17.2. Okay. But the average person gets married at a different age. So there's all this time in between where you can lose your virginity. So how do we put a number on that? There is no right number. You can lose your virginity well, you can't ever lose your virginity because it's not a thing that you can actually lose. But the first time you have sex can happen anytime. You can also have sex with a new type of person. Let's say you are a, oh my God, euphoria. Oh. Cal Jacobs had sex for the first time with a dude and he also had sex for the first time with a woman. So does that mean he lost his virginity twice? Well, spoilers. Know. I haven't watched it yet. Come on. It's literally in the first episode. I was listening. It's fine. Um, virginity culture in the United States is intrinsically linked to controlling the female body. So think about why we place such a high price on virginity because historically their virginity belonged to the men in their life. So the father could say that she is pure to her future husband and then get a higher price for her um, when he sold her to get married. And also her virginity is linked directly to her God and gods in many, most religions are male dominant. So I, I struggle. (laughs) And we don't necessarily live in a society that tells women that their virginity is needs to be part of the package deal when they get married or else they're not going to get married. We definitely imply through our movies and our television and our music and even the sex education that we receive that virginity is something that we should cherish. Cherish. Um, the state of your hymen is completely unrelated to your virginity. Robert, Main, do you know what a hymen is?
0: Yeah, I was actually going to bring this up Uh, When I I said pop in the cherry, it's the uh, little tiny piece of skin in the, not the vagina. It's in the inside. Thank you. And and every young woman, it has to. Almost.
1: What's that? Not everyone has one.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the ones who do, Mm -hmm. it has to break open Mm -hmm. to if you want to have babies. Like that's the thing that.
1: Or if you want to use tampons. Okay.
0: And I've heard that it's not always sex. Girls can get it like horseback riding yep. and exercising. Yep. Yeah. So
1: Using always- a tampon, masturbating for the first time, like any sort of penetration yeah. into the vaginal canal or any sort of like rough. Yeah. Horseback riding, gymnastics, anything like that can can have uh, the effect where it tears that tiny little piece of skin. But not every woman has a hymen Interesting. and the hymen can actually grow back. And oh. the hymen is not always needed to be penetrated. Sometimes the hymen's only covering half of the vaginal opening and sometimes it covers the whole vaginal opening. Why is it there? I don't know.
0: It's a great question. Ooh, I asked Ashley a question. Yeah, I have no. no
1: idea. We'll fucking figure that out. I have God no damn. idea. All right.
0: Next episode. I have no clue.
1: Right. But there is a, are you fucking ready for this shit? An artificial hymen virginity kit that oh, you can buy boy. online are you ready for this ad do you have music for this do you have like some sort of music that you can play while i do an ad for this absolutely ridiculous and horrible product that is the worst thing i've ever seen in my life
0: yeah I have something
1: thank just, you just uh Ooh.
0: Give, do a little plug where, where can people so, call, call us real quick what? Where can people call us?
1: Oh, so while we wait to get our Hyman music playing, uh, make sure that if you do want to contribute to an episode, if you have a question for us, if you have a topic that you'd like us to talk about, you can call us at 513-6969-SEX. That is a real working Google number. It's a voice number. You just leave us a message. You can text us at that number as well. That 513-6969-SEX. Leave us a message. Tell us what you want us to talk about. A listener did that. And now we're having an episode about it. It works. The Hymen Shop. Regain your virginity at Hymen Shop. Both mentally and physically, you can regain your virginity. According to many cultures, virginity signifies sexual purity and represents a woman's honor. Losing your virginity can affect your day to day life and often can be the reason that it sucks the happiness from your daily life. Return your vaginal flora to its original state by stimulating an artificial hymen. Ah. At Hymen Shop, we strive to protect a woman's respect and purity with our range of artificial hymen repair kits. With Hymen Shop's revolutionary artificial hymen products, Uh keep yourself away from the worries of losing your virginity. So it comes in a package that looks like what weed comes in. It's actually really funny. It has a tightness effect, a blood effect. Not even fucking kidding right now. Discreet packaging, free shipping, and it's intercourse safe, medical and food grade safe products. Uh, You can buy hymen blood capsules, the artificial virginity hymen sheath, which is a prosthetic translucent membrane containing blood-like natural food dye on top of cellulose. And you can also buy virginity tightening gel. Hold on a second. I'm upset.
0: Okay, hold on a second though. I have a question. Mm. I might be turning a leaf onto this product. Porn? No, no, no. If this product is successful and the hymen is reproduced, does that mean that it's a it's almost like a birth control? No. Oh, all right. Then fuck this product.
1: Yeah, fuck this product.
0: Oh damn! Without the musical. This
1: is what they say uh, about a woman's guide to regaining her virginity. Wait, wait,
0: hold on. One, then why not? Why not what? Why isn't it considered a birth control? Is it blocking? Because it's
1: not blocking it. It's just a cellulose product. Sperm can get through that.
0: But it's harder.
1: No. It's mm-hmm. like food. It's like putting a piece of ham. But there's like a piece. There's something in the way. Sperm are so microscopic. It. It. You can't. It, it doesn't work like that. Okay. It's like a piece of ham. All
0: right. Well, the is product.
1: Okay. Sorry. Where to begin? What is the religious aspect of not being a virgin? How do you find a way to get out of the burden of not having so an intact hymen? Such a burden what are your hymen's the when hymen's not you just turn
2: black and you can't switch back, well, you gotta go and find out the rules.
1: What are the rules? Uh, what are the right products for you? Try I'm all I'm that a these.
0: sound clip, and I'm gonna I, make it You really need to, because yeah. I do it all we, the time. I, I love it.
1: <laughs> I'm upset with this product, Robert. I'm really mad. I'm like super. We'll mad. Let's talk about something else. Good, because I have something. Are you ready for my stat of the day? Oh. Uh,
0: yes. It's the of the day. Ooh. It's the of the day. Ooh. It's
1: my of the day. Unofficial sponsor, the person whose song this is. Oh, shit. Mm hmm. Look that up.
0: Worked on the music video. Yes, you did. Awesome music video. The
1: stat of the day today is brought to you uh, by a, a survey that looked at the average age of marriage in first world countries. You're going to tell me what the average age of marriage, first time marriage is in the United States as of 2018 the average the average age that a person gets married for the first time in the United States since this stat well the stat started in 2015 but it hasn't changed since they republished it in 2018 i'm going to say 25 okay 25 so if the if you think the average age of marriage is 25 years old, how then can you explain to me the average age of loss of virginity is 17? Religion? What about it?
0: That's uh, just my excuse for everything. <laughs> Makes everything the worse.
1: Well, I'll tell you. It's because 95% of Americans have admitted to having sex before they get married. <gasps> Are you saying... Religious
0: people are hypocrites?
1: I'm saying actually that there was a recent study done, August of 2020, Pew Research, who we love here, did a study about premarital sex and they asked, what is acceptable? They asked Christians and then they asked unaffiliated people who are not religious, people who have no religious affiliation whatsoever. The question was, Sex between unmarried adults in a committed relationship is acceptable always, sometimes, rarely, or never. Sex between unmarried adults in a committed relationship. So we're talking about Kevin and I for 10 years, we're in a committed relationship. We didn't get married. We waited People who live together before they get married, which actually increases your chances of not getting divorced, by the way. If you live with your partner prior to getting married, you're less likely to get divorced. Christians say it is 57% okay. 57% of them say it's fine. 57% of Christians say it's fine if committed relationship adults have sex. So that view has changed, right, over over time. Casual sex between consenting adults who are not in a committed relationship, aka one night stands, only 40% said that that was okay, always or sometimes. Compare that to 50% of unaffiliated people. By the way, what a bunch of, a-holes. There's 50% of unaffiliated people said it's oh, it's only 50% okay to hook up with people. Like, really? You have to be in a committed relationship to have sex? Really? But unaffiliated people, 80% of them said that it is always or sometimes okay to have sex outside of a marriage. Uh, having sex on a first date, 3% of Christians says that that's okay. Whereas 50% of unaffiliated people say that that's okay.
0: Oh yeah, that sounds pretty good. I like that number. Not a bad number. I, I personally I don't want to have sex with someone on the first date.
1: You never know. No,
0: I don't personally. All like right. I just safe wise, I don't know this person. i right, true. I'm, I could be down to like making out and rounding second, but uh I would stop <laughs> I, I would stop play <laughs> and take a timeout and yeah sorry i'm doing more baseball puns
1: it's fine um it's fine i'm fine everything's fine uh the odd thing is that the average age that people got married back in like the 1920s 1930s at the turn of the century people were getting married at the age of 18 19 and 20 there was a lot of wars going on there was a lot of reason for women to get married and also back then Getting married was the only way you got out of your parents' house. It just was really difficult for women to get jobs and financially support themselves at the turn of the at the turn of the century. Up until about the 60s or 70s, when more women started going out into the workforce and contraception was available for women to use, and they be, began to take ownership of their bodies and of their sexuality. So, contraception the 1960s was really the turning point of casual sex and how often people were having it. You're making a face over there. You all right?
0: I feel bad. I'm trying to find the name of that woman that made that song still. Oh. I, it's not on my resume. Which Interesting. Really, I thought it was, and it's not. And then the person... Oh, here she is. Ah, I found ah, it. What? I typed in trans woman music video. I knew it would come up. All right. Nice. Michaela J.
1: Michaela J. Unofficial sponsor. Thanks for your soundbite. Appreciate you, Michaela.
0: She was in Pose, that show Pose.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So here we here we have uh, my stat of the day, which I'm already going to blow my wad and tell you what it is because it's literally my entire fucking show is based around this because it's like one of the most interesting, I feel like, comparisons. So you said 25, yeah? Yeah. Okay. The answer is 27. Oh, my which trout. Which has gone up, I know, right? Which has gone up significantly. Oh, okay. That's good. Significantly in it's, it's gone up tenfold. Like it used to be 20. And within the last 70 years, it's now 27. That's the United States. In Australia and New Zealand, the average age of the first time a person gets married is 31. Hmm. And they have excellent sex education. FYI. Um, Another crazy stat, because the individual who wrote us said she was raised in a Catholic Asian household. So I will tell you that the youngest age, average age of first marriage is from all Asian countries. Mm. What do you think it is?
0: 18.
1: It's 20. Mm. Did you know that the younger you are, the more likely you are to get divorced? when you get married.
0: That makes sense in more modern days where it's more acceptable. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: So if you are between the ages of 18 to 24, the likelihood that you will get divorced is 50%. Yeah,
0: it's like that's been the number for years, right?
1: For all marriages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But not this is just one age group. So oh, like, this is 18 to 24 year olds. If you get married, that's still 50%. They're it's both 50%. 50%. Okay. If you get married between the ages of 18 and 24, right, that's six, that's a six year window. 18 to 24, you have a 50% chance of getting divorced. If you get married between the ages of 25 and 40, which is a Huge range that's 50%. 25 to 29 is 16%, 30 to 35 is 8%. So, as you get older, the likelihood of you getting divorced goes down. Hmm. Here's my thought process as a psychologist, I am love the brain, and I know that the brain is literally the hub of all things that is us. We don't exist without our brains. Pretty cool, it's fucking rad. I also know that it does not completely form and you are not fully who you're going to be till about 23 or 24 years old. Could you imagine if you married Nikki?
0: <laughs> well, first off, thank you for remembering my first girlfriend's name. You're welcome. That's my job is your yeah, sister. That surprised me. I was like, oh, geez, <laughs> I don't remember your first part. Michael. Oh, see, I wouldn't have thought. I thought it was, a, okay. Um, she's pretty great now though. She's pretty cool well I could see it maybe yeah but not back then no, no. but how she's turned out she's pretty cool okay I could maybe see it okay sorry it's a bad example no but it's not I know where you're going with this right no my answer is no no.
1: right you can't no. because it's it's so ridiculous like yeah. it's, and the problem is that we're pressuring these young people into getting married
0: there's definitely other girlfriend ex-girlfriends that I would definitely say no to well so, yeah right
1: but, but I'm I like, talking I like, about high school age, yeah, my right? You're yeah. first, yeah. The person you were dating at the age of 20. Could you imagine if you married I mean, that person? Corey did it. He did. Yeah. My brother did it. It happens. It does happen, and but it to doesn't. Them. It doesn't happen for most people. Unofficial sponsor, real quick. I know we're holding it up. Unofficial sponsor, Ashland. Oh, you had those yesterday. I did. Yeah, Ashland seltzers.
0: Yeah, I and, like that blackberry, and, Black topo, give, and I like
1: that blackberry lemonade one.
0: Really good. And I she's know. drinking topo, topo chico.
1: Topo chico. My friend Heck, my tattoo artist, posted on Instagram the other day. How do you say it, topo chico or topo chico? And I was like, it's topo chico because I am clearly. And you get wrecking. to say it really fast. Topo chico. Topo chico. Topo chico. So I wanted to talk us. a little bit about why we view virginity and marriage hand in hand. Yeah. I want to discuss a little bit about other cultures, virginity, and the idea of marriage. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. Come back in just a moment as we discuss the attitudes of developed countries and underdeveloped countries and what premarital sex and virginity look like to them. It's very eye-opening and it has a lot to do with the young lady who sent us the request for this episode. Join us. your chest, have a burning sex question, call now for a chance to be live on air with What's Your Position, 513-6969-SEX, that's 513 we will answer your questions, hear your comments, and play you live on air, call us soon, Go!
0: Position, sexy moment in TV and movie history.
2: So guys, I've been really bothered by the way certain people are getting treated around here, and I just think as an office, we're better than that. Okay, now, I'm gonna show you a picture of genitalia. Oh, oh Andy. Was it because he's black? Nope, it's because it's genitalia. Perfectly normal genitalia tuna. Now, I'm gonna show you Another picture of perfectly normal genitalia. Oh. oh!
1: my God!
2: Am I blocking anybody? Can everybody see? Hey. Perfectly normal. Oh my God. Big deal. Yeah, sure. It's got some herpes on it. But you know what? It's just as normal as anyone else's. Herpes, like all STDs, is a consequence of sex. Can anyone else name any other consequences? It feels unbelievable. OK, I guess I can make a prose column. Feels mm. unbelievable. Okay.
0: The ability to express love physically, it's a magical
2: thing. Express love, magical. Mm. It feels amazing. Um, Okay, is that different from Feels Unbelievable? Yes. Then I will write it down. The feeling of pure risk. Creed, I had that in the cons column. Mm -hmm. But it's thrilling. Okay. Um, Then we'll move that. Thrill of risk.
1: Andy, aren't there also negatives to sex?
2: Yes, thank you. Such as?
1: Unplanned pregnancy?
2: Yes, unplanned pregnancy. Like
1: Jim and Pam, what?
2: Hey, just admit that your baby was a mistake. Hey,
1: hey, hey, our baby was not a mistake. She was a surprise.
2: Good. I'm sure they don't regret having that child. Let's move it to the pros.
1: Thank Thank you. you.
2: Okay, unplanned pregnancy. Going in the pros column.
0: is where you talk
1: so i was waiting for it to be over <laughs> oh, you
0: and well and welcome you're supposed to talk okay. over Sorry, the music and we're, we're back. back
1: we're back we're back i was actually just thinking about first, the office this is her
0: pop of the cherry it podcast is. it's
1: true it's my first time. uh as the office yeah obviously yeah obviously uh
0: and he given a uh a sex talk to sex the office ed talk.
1: it's yeah. a terrible terrible sex ed well talk. he brought free pizza though speaking of sex ed in 1996 the united states government uh, created the Personal Responsibility and Work o- Opportunity Reconciliation Act, offering $50 million annually in federal funding for abstinence-only education. Programs funded under that act must teach abstinence from sexual activity outside of rare, uh, outside of marriage um, and also teach that any behavior of sexual activity outside the context of marriage will have lifelong harmful psychological and physical effects like <laughs> that's insanity and it's still taught to this day as a matter of fact
0: thanks republicans
1: yeah as a matter of fact in 2007 when we still had a bush right didn't we no oh, that's a bomb uh, i think no, this was 2008, 2008 yeah In 2007, they had $204 million annually for abstinence-only education. And the government supported the private advocacy efforts of religious groups to promote abstinence until marriage in schools and through political clout. So abstinence-only programs are detrimental and dangerous. And I will give you just a couple of stats really quickly. Um, But if you promote sex until marriage and you don't promote any other form of sex and you don't educate people about birth control if they do decide to have sex before marriage. You don't educate them about condoms and safe sex. What ends up happening is what's happening in a lot of southern states where abstinence only is still taught. The five highest states uh, in HIV, STIs, teen pregnancy, and rape are also five states where abstinence only is still taught. And I don't want to call them out because
2: Florida. I love
1: Florida. Florida is not one of them. Not. Alabama That is actually correct. Uh, <laughs> Louisiana and Mississippi are typically number one and number two, followed by Kentucky. Texas. I don't think so. It's up there. It's or in the top six, 10. Six. It's probably in the top 10. Um, but it's, it's, it's a clear correlation between what is taught in schools and what happens to the children of those states. It's like giving, I'm trying to make a
0: car metaphor. It's like giving someone the opportunity to drive a car, but you don't tell them how to drive it. Just tell me, like, just put your seatbelt on, and you'll figure it out.
1: No, they don't even tell them to not put their that. seatbelt. on. I, I was just
0: thinking, not even that. No, not they're saying they're the saying condo.
1: that the only time you can drive the car is if you get in the car with someone who you promise to drive cars with for the rest of your life.
0: That there, there there's the metaphor. Legitimately, Thank you.
1: you are not allowed to drive this car. But we won't teach you though either. No, we're not going to tell you how to drive the car. No. But the only time you can drive the car is with a person who has also never driven a car, and you have to drive the car with that person for the rest of your life. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Among developing Jeez. countries um, such as France, Germany and Spain, less than 10% of their population said sex between unmarried adults is unacceptable. Less than 10% in France, Germany and Spain say that unmarried sex is unacceptable. So that's okay. pretty good.
0: You should go the other way with it. It's like ninety percent are like cool with it.
1: Cool. I'll say it this way then. Two yeah. thirds of Japan, Russia and the United States say that premarital sex is fine. Do the practice, guys. In contrast... Indonesia, 3% of people say premarital sex is okay. 3%. 97% are like, that's party, bro. 97% say no to oh, premarital. I'm doing, oh, I'm sorry. No party, bro. No party, bro. No. 90% in Egypt don't want premarital sex. Gotcha. 94% in Pakistan say no to premarital sex. And 79% in China say no to premarital sex. But it's weird because... China, the, the rate of premarital sex has actually sex sextupled. <laughs> a generation ago, 15% of Chinese uh, individuals reported having premarital sex a generation ago. So 40, 30, 40 years ago, right? Only 15% of the population said we have had premarital sex. Whereas In today's time, this study was put out in 2017, 70% say that they have had premarital sex, but 79% of them say premarital sex is wrong. What a convoluted, confusing, fucking thing to say. 79% say it's wrong, but 70% have had it. So are they all feeling guilty? Like, do they all have this just massive guilt hanging over them because they think it's wrong, but they do it anyways? Catholics right which brings me back to think about this can you tell me off the top of your head I'm going to name a country mm-hmm. you tell me if any specific religion comes to mind
0: oh I'm good do this all right let's do Germany
1: oh um not really right Christ, no Christian I guess maybe it's Christian. but maybe yeah, France Catholic uh, Notre Dame maybe but like what oh, if you i don't said, have the
0: answers to these no no i'm just me, saying oh, what okay. if i said japan uh asians are a little harder
1: yeah. a little bit right yeah. but japan you don't necessarily flat out think
0: there's a lot of christians though
1: of a religion what if i said pakistan oh islam right egypt islam indonesia islam china
0: well islam is asian but islam
1: so China, China, oh, there's there's long, they're trying to get rid no, of them. K- Korea and China are very, 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 very Catholic True. heavy. I'm, very Catholic yeah. heavy. And those are the countries, the ones that you can usually look at and go, oh, I know exactly what, what religion you are because you're from this country. Yeah. Those are the countries who have a problem with premarital sex, but they're also the countries where people are still you having with premarital the United sex. States,
2: I
0: think if, yeah. you, if you ask from someone from Germany, like, what's the United States, they would say Christian. Yeah. 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 So we have it too. Yeah. I don't know about Canada. What's Canada? E? Meeple? I'd like to be Canada. We don't know what religion is Canada. What? Well, hockey. What are the rules? Hockey. Yeah. The religion is literally hockey. They would probably, they if you put that on the list of your religions, they would put <laughs> they would it would as say, a joke, yes, but like, no, I, I go to hockey games more than I go to
1: church. So, <laughs> While we're on the topic of Asian countries, um, I'll, and there are so many religions in Asian countries. That's why it's hard. I mean, if you think of like Myanmar, if you think of Indonesia, if you think of Sri Lanka, you think of Thailand, yeah. we get it. There's a, a lot there. of countries and there's a lot of religions. However, most of these countries share the same ideas when it comes to virginity. So in most Asian countries, especially those that are impeded by westernized religions like catholicism sexual experience is absolutely barred before marriage and virginity is eulogized in religion mythology and popular culture it is also advanced through education awareness and economic disempowerment meaning if you are a female who is not a virgin you will no longer have the same economic benefits as a female that is what the fuck
0: well, I like people not having kids, so if they're virgins, and are not having kids.
1: Gross. In some Asian societies, virginity is not only important, but a business asset. Families that wish to move up in society will gain favor if they can use their daughter's virginity as leverage. For all of these reasons, Asian countries wait the longest to have sex, which is usually after marriage, which is usually after the age of 18. So for some examples, Malaysians are the oldest average uh, loss of virginity at the age of 23. Singapore is 22. Chinese is 22.1. Hong Kong is 20.2 and Japanese is 19. So virginity is highly prized in Asian cultures. Then you add on top of that Catholicism and You've got yourself a guilt-sex sandwich, right? <laughs> Sandwiches are delicious. Not that one. Not that sandwich. No. Here's another one. So, losing your virginity before marriage is actually illegal in some countries. In Islamic How do you cultures, prove that? I know. And there's a lot of different facets and there's a lot of different layers to Islam. I understand that. This is a very broad statement anything everything is secondary to the virginity of women in many islamic societies if a girl loses her virginity before marriage her family is allowed to kill her even if she's raped which happens a lot in islamic countries because we they also tell boys not to have sex until marriage but they also tell them that women are property and that they can have sex with them whenever they want and so men rape young girls because they want to have a virgin all the time because they think they're going to get powerful.
0: I hate like 99% of religions. Islam is like my least favorite. It's yeah. It's the least progressive. Yeah. At least some Christians and Catholics have like, all right, the gays are cool. Like yeah. they, they make our streets look good and they have proper lawns and mm-hmm. they pay their taxes. But this <laughs> This is fucking bullshit. It's 20 it's 2022. We live we live in the future and this shit's still happening. This I know. is medieval shit. It's crazy. What it's absolutely fuck, insane. Dude?
1: Yeah. In African cultures it's actually really interesting. Virginity is something they celebrate. Um they they put them on like chariots and like when they have their first period they're like looked at as goddesses. Oh, yeah, that. What, what it's the crazy. Fuck, dude? It's nuts. What the- Virginity is a consequence of the patriarchal system in Africa, um, but it's also being influenced in Africa a lot by Islam, uh, a lot by Islam religion um, and their emphasis on virginity. And because Africa suffered through uh, the majority of the HIV AIDS crisis, virginity and purity and religion are now huge, a huge proponent in those countries. Catholic culture is something that we can interject into any really country because Catholicism is everywhere. Um, but it does change from region region to region. So for example, uh, Brazil is far more accepting of premarital intercourse, but they are also highly religious and very Catholic. You can look in Brazil and there's churches everywhere. It's no more important for girls to be virgins before they're married than it is for men to be virgins before they're married. Also, like you said earlier, the separation of church and sex in cultures like Italy, France and Belgium who are also highly religious as far as Catholicism is is concerned, also in Greece don't really have this idolized virgin version of virgins before they get married. However, the United States highly entrenched in Catholicism and Christianity, does still prize virgins as something to be honored, something to be looked at, something to be cherished. Think about the girl you see in the high school teen movie who's, it's it's actually really frustrating because girls are honestly damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. If a girl doesn't have sex with somebody, she's usually made fun of. Uh, I was made fun of, called a prude. Um, if she does, if she has too much sex, she's a slut. So it's like, you can't be both. You can't have sex and not be a slut. You can't be a virgin and not be a prude. So either way, women lose. Unless they get married and then they belong to their husband and then their opinion doesn't matter anymore. Amen.
0: <laughs> Stupid. Oh, that's
1: what they say, right? <laughs> so I was trying to get some data on premarital marital sex before we did this episode. and.
0: Chug, 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 chug,
1: chug. It was really difficult to find premarital sex stats.
0: She's reaching for her.
1: <laughs> that weren't based in religion. What is that one? Oh, this is the Trader Joe's brand. Unofficial sponsor, the Shell House, sparkling hard seltzer. Uh, I might need to take a swig of that. Ooh. Have you had it before? Yeah, I love it. Oh. Hundred and twenty calories if you're wondering. Mm, it's a little much. Yeah. It's a little more than the other ones, but mm. it's good. It was really difficult to find anything about premarital sex that didn't have some sort of like correlation or tie to a purity ring or a chastity promise or a religious website. And I found this thing that said 11 known facts about premarital sex. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I know what I'm going to find. I'm going to find that premarital sex is good because it teaches people stuff. You ready for it? Uh, I'm I'm ready. I don't know if you are. So according to Dr. Short, science has developed 11 facts based by solid research regarding the probable effect of premarital sex on your future marriage. So the problem with this statement (laughs) is that it's assuming that you're going to get married. And you don't have to get married. Nobody has to get married. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn have been cohabitating for 40 fucking years. And they have gorgeous children. And they are monogamous. And they are in love. And they don't need to get married. Kevin and I didn't get married for 10 fucking years. So this person is saying that premarital sex has an impact on your future marriage. And it is backed up by solid, I want you to hear this, solid research. Fact one. Premarital sex breaks up couples. Fact two, men and women do not want to marry a person who has had sex with someone else. Fact three, those who have premarital sex have less happy marriages. Fact four, those who have premarital sex are more likely to end in divorce. Fact five, people who have premarital sex are more likely to have affairs. Fact six. Persons and couples with premarital sex experience tend to achieve sexual satisfaction soon after they're married. However, they are less likely to be satisfied with their sex life during their marriage. Nine, poor premarital sexual habits can be carried over and spoil your marriage sex. Fact 10, Guilt can push a couple into a bad marriage. And fact 11, premarital sex robs a couple of their sexual cement. Facts are facts is what this says. Are you ready for their research? Who is this again? This is Dr. Short. Um, 11 Martin known... Martin
0: Short? Are these jokes?
1: 11 known facts about premarital marital sex. The website is called Beyond Today. And it was one of the ones that I could find. And are you ready for where they got their references from?
0: Uh, Hubbard, the Scientology guy?
1: No, uh, Hebrews 13.4, let marriage be held in honor among all and let the marriage Jews. bed be... Un- no, the Bible, Proverbs oh. six thirty two through 33. He who commits adultery lacks sense. He who does it destroys himself. He will get wounds and dishonor and disgrace, and he will not be wiped away. Corinthians six eighteen. flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin is a person that commits outside the body, but sexually immoral people are a sin against their own body. Aside from getting AIDS, that's what this says. Aside from getting AIDS... There are also not so obvious elements of suffering. This fucking article was written in 2019. Fuck this guy. Let me tell you some facts about premarital sex from um, one of my favorite websites, jezebel.com.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that is.
1: It's great. Unofficial sponsor? Unofficial oh, no sponsor. People who have sex are happier. Having sex once a week is the happiness equivalent of an extra $50,000 in the bank. Unless you're having sex with a rich dude. <laughs> Just kidding. Probably not $50,000, but people who have sex are happier. It's proven because we release happy hundreds. hormones. We'll talk hundreds, that hundreds, that hundreds. That I don't agree with 50,000, but I do believe that people who have sex are happier. And happier people yeah. are better people. People who are happy are nicer people. They live better lives. They're happier at their jobs. They're happier in their marriages. They're happier with their friends.
0: I was just watching an episode of <clears throat> Seinfeld with Nana today. I'm trying to get her into Seinfeld. She's liking it. Good. I, she's because she I'm says she, she doesn't like comedy. That's what she says. But then she laughs at this shit. Anyways, the episode um, George is starting to date this girl who has mono and he really likes her. But he's she's gonna be sick for like six weeks. And she's like, are you okay not having sex? And he's like, I've been doing it, you know, for years. (laughs) Oh my God. So he's, he doesn't have sex with this woman. And throughout the weeks he becomes smarter and smarter and starts reading. Oh my word. And he's becoming like this brilliant man, like letters of Algernon kind of thing. And, and and then, but then, uh, Elaine is doing as, I forget why she's not having sex with her guy, but she's not having sex either. And she becomes dumber.
1: Oh my God. She's just
0: like looking at stupid things and just like hat, like just is not this smart Elaine that it is. And then they both have sex and like, and become back to their normal selves. It's it's, it's, yeah. Sex is
1: healthy and natural. Human beings Uh, reproduce sexually. So when you said earlier sex is for making babies, that's very true. Human beings are programmed to reproduce. That's science. It is science. We are programmed and we are wired and we are built like machines that reproduce. Half of the shit that happens when we have sex is because of reproduction. The way the vagina contracts during an orgasm is to help pull the sperm up into the cervix. There's also a chemical that's released in the vaginal canal during sex that kills weak, or broken sperm. Again, evolutionary purposes. Precum is evolutionary. It cleans out the male's urinary tract so that there's nothing left behind that can damage any of the sperm that are about to come out. So that all of the best and viable sperm are ready. We are programmed to make babies. Just because you don't doesn't mean you're broken. We don't. But need,
0: we don't need to be rabbits.
1: No. And we, sex is also yeah. for pleasure. It's for endorphins. Well, it's for exercise. That's
0: the reason. That I'm not say I'm not gonna say God. I'm gonna say science made it awesome and feels good because yep. you want it because they because like, you want them to do na- it. Nature, I'll say nature, nature. wants you to, wants you to make more babies and to, and but we are sentin- sentient. What's the sentient creatures that mm-hmm. know the difference and yeah. we should do that. And yeah, not read. The clitoris is the only
1: organ in the human body that's only that only the only purpose for the clitoris. It has nothing to do with reproduction. The only job of the clitoris is pleasure.
0: Yeah, but it's it's a pleasure you want to keep going, so you keep having sex. Correct
1: to lead to more more chances. Yeah, yeah. exactly more chances of reproduction. But right, but it doesn't make it any less natural. It doesn't make it any less. It doesn't make you any less horny, right? Just because you don't want to have kids doesn't mean you don't want to have sex. Are you ready for this fact? I don't know if you're ready. It's a pretty big one. It might blow your socks off. It's, it's, a, it, I mean, get ready for the record scratch. Get ready for a plate to break. Get ready. Premarital sex leads to stable marriages. A society that encourages women to prioritize participation outside of the home leads more women to go to college and build a career before settling down. Now, I want to return. (laughs) I I want to return to the number, the statistic of the day. The average age that people get married in this country is 27. And by the age of 27, we assume that most people have gone to college, gotten a degree and gotten into a career. And when we encourage females to do this, we create a better society. And you also create a more balanced and equal relationship with your partner. Because sex is human and it's a need that we have we should be able to focus on pleasure and going to school and getting a job and not becoming mothers. And I think that is kind of where we're going in this country, where we are standing females getting into the workspace and the college space after all this time, since the 60s, since the female feminist revolution of the seventies. It's finally happening where we are changing the tides of what we imagine as the perfect life. When I was a little girl in the sixth grade, we had to do this project of where we thought we'd be at the age of 30. And I was 11 when we did this project. And I, I remember this vividly because I didn't like what i wrote but i wrote it anyways because i was 11 and my mom was going to see this and i said i was going to be married and have five kids because that's what she had i'm sure that was a lot
0: of common answers i'm sure it was but least how in the, in sad
1: how sad at the age of 11 well
0: why isn't that a good thing though five kids is a lot
1: but like <laughs> but why can't my goal when i'm 30 to be a, that's fine too an
0: astronaut why can't you be both
1: well That'd be awesome. Because yeah. we don't teach them that they can be both. True. It's one or the other. You cannot it's be. T- it's tougher being both. You yep. can't be the CEO of a company and be a good mom because everyone's going to tell you how bad of a mom you are because you're not at home with your kid. But nobody talks about how bad the dads are who are the CEOs <laughs> making money, right?
0: And not, Well, maybe paying child support if they're that rich. But yeah, I hear you. That's true. One thing I, wa- I want to bring up is you haven't touched on is humans are getting or dying older. Yeah. So this timeline That's very true Birth and death A mm-hmm. hundred years ago Was what Like 50 was mm-hmm. like old And now like That's fast It's basically hundreds old now Yeah like People are getting We want Nana to get to a hundred oh, like She's gonna get To get to 400 At least get to 90 But you know if you told someone 100 years ago people are going to be living to a 100, they may be like, oh, that's the future, that's but like the future.
1: that's that's, that's the Jetsons. But that's crazy, you know? Yeah. And, you had but to, that's where we are. If you wanted to have a family, so let's
0: stretch out, Right. You know, that section where you, you know, you're a child, you go to school, you go to college, you you uh find your you fall in but love, but it's so and frustrating career. to me that now we have those years and our stretched. Right before it was like a year or yeah. four years. Now it's like ten years. Take your time. But
1: also, we've created a space where scientifically and health wise, we can live to a hundred. So yeah. why are we still telling people that they need to wait to have sex until they get married? Because if people are getting married later, does that mean that people are having sex at the age of twenty seven? No, people are still having sex at the age of seventeen. True we have developed the science and the technology to get us to the age of 100 so when are we going to develop the science and the education yeah it's pretty it's hypocritical to go hand in hand
0: you're going to ask these people that want that put virginity and all that stuff and marriage on a pedestal but when they want to live forever who are they going to go to the same people
1: yeah it's like oh uh, huh, what i know huh? another reason that premarital sex is a positive is that it sex feels good Amen, and it's fun,
0: not your first time though
1: <laughs> I mean it can be fun it can be it can be i if you're educated
0: my odds are not
1: my first time wasn't terrible, okay, it really wasn't like it really wasn't, but
0: on the app- like you never get these stats, but if you could ask the average American no was yeah, first time no, every good time we've talked to
1: somebody, they've said it was bad, yeah. and literally mine was decent. It's like, the,
0: like back to the car analogy. Mm-hmm. First time you drive a car is it's pretty awful or at least driving a stick. Let's sure. Put this, let's put the stick in there. Oh, God. Dick metaphor. There you go. You know, it, it's t- you're you're jerking all over the place. You're not getting a You're gun. stalling. Yeah, but by the, the next day, you've gotten a little practice. Now you're going down the street a little bit. You're going. 20, I had sex hour, with
1: someone who had had sex before when go. I lost yeah. when I when I had my first sexual experience. So he had driven a stick shift before, and he was able to coach me through driving the stick shift. Yeah. Right.
0: I think I, mine was also had also had experience. I think that's beneficial. I think it'd be a little bit more messy if it's two people that have no idea what's, where does this go? Yeah. But then that be <laughs> maybe that'd be a little bit more of an experience that you can both be uh, humble about it and go, Hey, neither of us know what's going on. Let's have fun with it and not awkward, but that's, yeah. that's rare. <laughs> Here's
1: another reason to ban premarital sex. A wedding is not a magical spell that transforms sex from something that is bad into something that is never bad. Right. is not when they break the the cup. That's only in Jewish writing. Mazel tov. It's insane to me that you can think to yourself, sex is terrible, and then all of a sudden, a ring slips on your finger, and now sex is magical. Like, and you're not supposed to do it or try it, and then all of a sudden on your honeymoon, you're supposed to get carried over this threshold, and you're supposed to have sex, and it's like, okay. I got to tell you, Kevin and I had sex on our wedding morning and again later at night, but I was so fucking tired after a 14-hour day in two pairs of Spanx and a corset-based dress in 104-degree heat in Yosemite Valley that the only reason we had sex on our honeymoon on our wedding night was because that's what you do. Like, it was not... A magical I thought about moment this
0: about my wedding like it's a party like yeah I'm going to be drinking whiskey right whiskey dick right yeah I'm gonna tell my wife like hey it's, bro let's we'll, wake up We'll tell everybody like yeah <laughs> we dude, totally we, did it we went for it's hours totally you couldn't crazy. believe like yeah I knew I was wasted but dude I went for hours for sure
1: next day you know get some breakfast in you you know, little afternoon wake up, snack. little morning uh, yeah, after, the little honeymoon. afternoon delight, least, like the honeymoon. Saving, oh up. yeah, fuck oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we, I mean, our honeymoon was a year later. That would have sucked if yeah. we waited. Oof. Americans are pleasure starved, by the way. There's another reason to fuck off on premarital sex. We are literally a country that is steeped in guilt, and it is all because of the goddamn Protestants who came over here at the very beginning and just began this country in a pile of guilt. And we withhold pleasure ranging from the average hours worked per week to the average amount of vacation that an American gets to when it's legal to drink alcohol to when we're allowed to have sex. Americans love to put rules on joy. Americans are thieves of joy, truly, fuck off. Not everyone is sexually compatible. My God, could you imagine having sex with someone for the first time and being like, wow, wow, you're bad. Like, this isn't good at all, at all. And that's it for the rest of your life. That's it, you're done. No more. Discouraging people from having premarital sex has never once in the history of human life ever ever one time stopped people from having sex. (laughs) 95% of Americans have sex before they get married. 70% of Chinese people have sex before they get married. And 79% of them say it's bad. Just because you think something is bad doesn't mean you're not going to do it. Robert, is speeding bad? Like technically? Like is it a bad thing? Yeah. Okay. Do you speed? Not
0: overly speed
1: I mean like I go 85 on the freeway depending on the flow of
0: traffic yeah I go with the flow of traffic right yeah
1: is riding in the carpool lane when you're not supposed to do bad yes I fucking hate I fucking people. hate when they do that and a friend of mine all everyone at work is mad at me because I don't do it <laughs> fuck
0: those people you're not that I, know I wish you all get tickets <laughs> Not the fucking point of that lane. So fuck your friends that say that.
1: <laughs> I know. I was like, I would never do that. You guys are that. horrible.
0: You guys are not helping society. I would never
1: do that, right? It's bad. And people still do it. <sighs> Pretending that abstinence is an actual option for the majority of the population is is asinine.
0: I appreciate you said majority because this is, this is America and people have the freedom sure. to do whatever they want but yes, the majority. That's bullshit.
1: It's bullshit. Yes. It's stupid.
0: It should be the very it's, finest minority. We
1: should be spending $205 million on teaching people how to not get pregnant. Right. Not teaching people how to not have sex.
0: Homeless vets. Homeless Hoy, vets. Hey, Let's get people off things. the
1: fucking streets. How about that? Let's teach people how to have consent or self-respect, or healthy body image? Why are we telling people that what's between their legs dignifies whether or not they are a good or a bad person? And why do we glorify virginity for women, but not for men? When men have sex, it's fucking great. Like, no one cares if a dude has sex. Your family's not going to lose money because you had sex.
0: In in some of the cases, you are saying that if you keep your virginity, it's a good thing for women. But if for guys, it's embarrassing. Like right. Like a four year old virgin. Like, yeah. what the fuck?
1: Yeah, you haven't had sex? Well, who are you supposed to be having sex with, by the way? If all the women are supposed to be virgins and all the men are supposed to not be virgins, who the fuck y'all fucking?
0: Are we getting married at 17? Well, some states. Some
1: people yeah. do. <laughs> Thanks, Bible. <laughs> the Puritans are dead, everybody. It's time we stopped living like them. Amen. Uh, thank you very much. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Um, I wanted to wrap up by giving a, uh, one last statistic, uh, in the country of Norway, they have the most comprehensive, by the way, shout out to Norway, the most comprehensive sex education on the planet of any first world country. They also have the lowest rates of unwanted teen pregnancies, STIs, rape, divorce. It's, it's, the science the backing the research is there if we are looking at education as a as a tool to help us better our society and further our humankind and get us to 100 right we should be investing in the health and the sanity of our children And by not introducing topics about sex education from an early age, identifying body parts, identifying what is good touch, bad touch, identifying consent, talking about what it's like to pee, introducing what it's like to have a period to both men and our boys and girls. You don't need to separate them when you have the talk about periods because everyone should know what's going on down there. Why are we not talking about puberty all throughout puberty? Talking to boys about the hair that's growing or the voice that's dropping or the testicles that are dropping or the wet dreams that they're having. Why are we not talking to girls about the feelings they're getting, the acne they're having, the periods they're starting? Why do we not talk to teenagers about the hormones that are coursing through their veins that are telling them that they want to have sex we are telling them that they are bad we are ingraining in them that they are wrong and we are doing generations of human beings a disservice so fucking stop it stop it
0: knock it off knock it off
1: i've had it with you it's time to stop can we all just agree that sex is awesome, please? Can we also agree, virginity's not real? And can we also agree that premarital sex is probably a necessity? Yeah, yeah, Ashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A big crowd in here. Huge crowd. Thank you for putting up with me today as I spewed my position. Yeah, that was a good rant. Uh, I like it. Rant. I appreciate that. Sometimes I have good rants. I'll, I'll vote was, for you in 2024. Thank you. I will be running. Thank you. you want to be my vice president? Nah. All right. You want to be the secretary of the treasury? Uh, I'll do, um,
0: uh, let, me do, let me do transportation.
1: Got it. Done. Check.
0: Traffic in Los Angeles. No, yeah. You're
1: first. done. Yeah. yeah, you're good. That's yeah, it. I you. Gotcha. You're right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to my friend who submitted this idea. You are heard. You are valid. You are beautiful. And I am sorry that that happened to you. Great song, by the way, dude. Check us out on Instagram. What's your position podcast. Call us. 513-696-SEX. Leave us a message. Tell us what you want to hear. We'll talk about it on air. We just did today. We love you so much. We hope you have an excellent rest of your week. Remember to stay safe. Stay kind and stay sexy what's your position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.